this is Kim Agrar from the Sparking Entrepreneur Show and today we have Ketinis with us. Ketina is the owner of Ketina Rees LLC. She is a licensed and ordained teacher, certified life coach, professional development coach, business coach, wedding consultant, wedding publisher, motivational speaker, author, conference and workshop facilitator and talk show host. But most of all, she's a daughter of the king and the servant of God's people. So with that said, Let's welcome our today's guest, Katrina Rees. Katrina, welcome to the show. Thank you. So glad to be here. Very curious to know about you. Let's begin with your journey. Katrina, tell us about what got you started in coaching and when did you decide that this is the path moving forward? I've been probably doing a life coaching for 2009. I got ordained and licensed in 2006. And you know how sometimes you're out somewhere and you don't really know anybody and all of a sudden people come up to you and start sharing their story or problems or... And so I've always had a listening ear. And so I think it just gravitated to my spirit and how people just know that they feel comfortable with talking with me. And it just grew from there. My family and friends have always come to me for guidance or not really advice, because I don't like to give advice, because people are going to say, you gave me some advice, and it didn't work. But I just give people guide and just help them along and let them make their own decision. So I gravitated into that, and I absolutely love it. And just studied more to find out what is the best way to help people along life's journey. Wow. So now that you are a coach, and you have been a coach for a long time, there has been Many success stories that you have witnessed and there have been many success stories that you have helped transform. So are there any clients in particular whose story sticks on the top or anyone that is on the top of the mind? So client success stories, please. Oh, wow. I have a lot of success stories because I moved into the wedding business and I am certified in relationship and marriage counseling and coaching. So I usually talk with my couples if they want to be, if they want to do premarital counseling or coaching and even postmarital. So I would say a lot of my success is working with young couples and even seasoned engaged couples that are looking to see what marriage is all about and understanding how to have a successful marriage. And it's not going to be perfect just working with them. So I would say that's my biggest success, working with couples and getting them started on that life of holy matrimony. Holy matrimony. Yeah, that word suits it well. So let's move on to the next question. Uh, Katrina, now tell us about the methodologies. Do you use any steps, methods, or let's say strategies to make the work happen, like the work that you do? Along with working with my couple during premarital counseling, I do the five love language quizzes to get them to understand what their love language is and how they relate to one another and how they relate to the world. And that kind of gravitates over with my regular coaching with not only my business clients, but also just personal development clients, understanding, first of all, who you are, why you do what you do, why you love doing what you do, what are your pain points. I like to understand people's pain points because that's our job as a coach to help people along those areas where they're struggling. So I would say those are a lot of my techniques. First of all, understanding where a person is, where they are, and then helping them to move past that in order to be successful, whether they're an entrepreneur, 
or just starting out in a business, marriage, whatever it is. That's what I believe my calling is. Got it. Got it. Thank you so much for sharing that, Katrina. I'm going to ask you about the holy matrimony, right? So let's speak about that now. It is often difficult commit, right? For a long time. And it is for a lifelong time. Uh, you may have cases like where people may have like cold feet or they might have had second thoughts. So how do you speak with them on those occasions? Oh, wow. Brian, I've had a lot of couples that come to me thinking that they're ready and they actually are not. They still have a lot of hurt from previous relationships that they've dealt with or they haven't dealt with. And they think that, oh, just getting married and this person is going to make them complete. And that's not the case all the time. So I have had some couples where they've decided, you know what? I need to work on myself first before I get married. Because again, if you're holding on to baggage from a previous relationship, a lot of hurt, a lot of disappointment, you're expecting that person, new person in your life to come and to be your hero. And that's not always the case. I always believe that you've got to start working on yourself first, being comfortable with yourself in your own skin, who you are, even uh, forgive yourself for past mistakes. That's a big thing. A lot of people don't forgive themselves for past mistakes. So once you do that, then I think then you'll have a successful life. But I have had couples that have decided, no, I think we need to wait. And I totally agree with them. Yes. So it is not always that it is the right direction to proceed towards the marriage, but it is sometimes good to wait and see if you have fixed yourself, if the past troubles are not troubling you anymore, and then maybe take a good step. Let's move on to the next question, which is about misconceptions. What do you feel are misconceptions about coaching? I think a lot of misconceptions, even when I first got started, was thinking that you're going to have this big clientele and just because you're out there and you've launched it and you're marketing and then people aren't really responding to you you think they should. But if you continue to believe that you've been called to be a coach, whatever your niche is, then keep pressing forward. One of the things that I did, first of all, before I started charging people was I would do pro bono. I would ask people, first of all, I'm doing this and I want to know, am I good at what I'm doing? And I would do a pro bono. And then once they come back and say, Mr. Trina, you're very good at what you do. And then that gave me more confidence. I do reviews. I always go back and I ask my client, how did I do? How do I need to improve? So as an entrepreneur, as a business person, you always should ask your client, did I meet your needs? How am I doing? What can I do better? Yes, yes. So that was some of the misconceptions. Let's speak about the finding someone special now. Let's say someone is single and they want to mingle. So what would be your suggestions there? What are some of the steps they need to take to find someone special? Now, I have a lot of clients that have met on some of these days. So I don't know the dating websites that are out there. I don't knock you meeting somebody in church, in the grocery store, whatever. I just always say that be comfortable in who you are. Don't let people push you into saying, oh, you're too old. You need to be married. Especially family can do that. Mm -hmm. Family always wants you to be, you need to be married. I need grandkids. I need this and that. But just make sure that you're comfortable in your life and what you're doing. And then if you're ready, 
then open yourself up to that. Even if you've been hurt in previous relationships, you know, kind of open yourself up to that. I don't know dating sites. I've known a lot of people that have found love there and have been very successful. I would say just be open to whatever area or however that person comes to you, but also just check and make sure that is the right person for you. Yeah, totally. Thank you so much for sharing that. Katrina, next question to you is about fear versus compassion in self-improvement, right? So in self-improvement, it is often said that when you work from the place of compassion, you tend to go forward and you tend to conquer. But it is often seen that fear overtakes compassion. So why does that happen and how to make the things as you want it? I would think a lot of times we fear things because we don't understand them. And I can say when I first stepped out into my business, I did have a little bit of fear because I thought either what I was offering would not relate to people or I just thought the family and friends would support me, but nobody from the outside would. And it was totally opposite when I actually launched out and decided, you know what, I'm going to do this. I'm going to step past my fear. And um, I'm going to do this because this is a passion. And that's what it has to be. It has to be something that you really love to do because people get burnt out really quickly in this business because you don't set boundaries and you have to set boundaries. You have to make sure that you don't let people invade your personal space, your personal territory. So by setting boundaries and making people aware, these are my hours. This is what I can do. This is what I can't do. And if I can't do it, I'll pass you along to somebody that can, but always make sure you set those boundaries and just remember that you feel good about what you're doing and helping others. That can definitely overcome this fear. The money's going to come. Trust me. The Mm. money will come. Totally. And as a coach, uh, how do you keep yourself inspired during different seasons of business or what? Tell us about it. How to keep oneself inspired or tell us about your way of keeping yourself inspired. I think for myself, I keep myself inspired by always wanting to learn and challenge myself more. Usually when I get comfortable with something, I get bored very easily. So when I get comfortable with something after a while, I look and see, hey, is this something that I would be good at? And then if I am, I'll pursue it. If it's something that's going to take a lot of my time and energy, then I don't. But I always pray about things as well, because a lot of times we can jump in and I've done it before. We can jump into stuff that's not our calling. We can jump into stuff that's not ordained by us to or anointed for us to do. And then we can get burnt out. But I always just sit back and make sure if this is something that I can bless someone else with them. And I do my research just to make sure, you know, that I'm capable of doing it as well. Yes. And learning is always a part of it. And if you are learning, you are growing. And if you are growing, there is less possibility of you being bored. Let's mm-hmm. ask you about ways. Now the audience has gotten curious. They want to reach out to you. So tell us about ways of reaching out to you. Is it your email? Is it your website? Or is it your social media? Or all of them? Katrina, there you go. It's all of them. My website, definitely you can reach out there. Um, I'm on all social media platforms. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter which is all X now. So I'm out there. So I tell people, just Google my name and you can find me out there on the great wide web of Google. So easy to reach out, guys. And her name is spelled out, if you don't know, her name is spelled out with C, Katrina. 
and R double E S E T S. Final question. So, Katrina, tell us about the action steps. What do you suggest the listener does after hearing this conversation? What to do? I can only go by what I ended up doing for myself. Once you find that you have a passion or a love for something, whether it's starting a coaching business, I have people that start t-shirt businesses. You know, I'm actually a wedding officiant coach. So now I've reached out to that. So people say, I want you to coach me because I see you're all over, all over the place and you're really doing the thing. And I'm like, first of all, let's sit down. Let's talk about it and let's find out what your why is. Why do you want to do what you do? Just like you. Why did you want to be a podcaster? Because you wanted to reach people. You wanted to get more entrepreneurs exposed to new people. So find out what your why is. Why do you want to do what you want to do? Then once you do that, get you a good business coach. Oh my God, I had the best business coach in the world. And she helped me decide what were my strengths, what were my weaknesses. Who did I need to help me? Because you can't do everything in this business. You need help. Yes. Get out there, guys, and get the things that you want. And of course, if you need any assistance along the way, and if you feel that Katrina is someone who may be open, then just Google her. Her name is spelled as Katrina, C-A-T-R-I-N-A. Thank you so much, Katrina, for such a great conversation. It was insightful, and it was my honor to be able to host you today. And spreading your word is something that we would always want to do. So thank you so much. Well, thank you so much, Aaron. I appreciate it so much for this opportunity. Thank you again. And I am your host, Kiran Nagar, signing off for the day. You guys take care. Bye, guys.